say that again. I said I like the build there in the, in the end. It made me feel more at home. There it is. Can we back? Uh huh. Now I'm reflecting on my life. <laughs> I feel like I need to be wearing a leather jacket. I need to be on a motorcycle. Just raging. Yeah, I feel like I need to crash into something. I feel like there's zombies coming towards me, and I'm on a motorcycle with a tr- like one of those like trench coats. Yeah. I feel like you're on a motorcycle, a lot of leather, maybe a harpoon. Yeah. There's zombies. Crossbow. 100% a crossbow. Let's turn this down. It's definitely a crossbow. Mm-hmm. How impractical is that, by the way? In a zombie oh. apocalypse? A crossbow? How are you going to get... There's no way you're getting those bolts. Yeah. And you can't make... Like... I feel like, especially in this country, it'd be easier to get a gun. So how do you even, where do you even buy crossbows? <laughs> Walmart, because they don't sell guns anymore. Right. <laughs> I have no clue. Actually, I was in Walmart the other day and they were selling guns. Oh. Yeah. I, I know they sell bullets, but I didn't know they sell guns. Yeah, they sell guns, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, everyone. Welcome to Timmons Podcast. I'm your host, Timmon, and this is my guest. Hello. Phil. Brother man, Phil. Hey. You guys, we've done a podcast together before, right? Yeah. Uh, it was, was it? You, me, Lincoln? Um, or was it, um, was it, well, we definitely did one where it was you, myself, you, and Matt. Yeah, yeah, and we did, I, I, I helped out a couple of times when you were gone. And you've done some ones with, mm-hmm. with uh, during the daily content with Lincoln yeah. and stuff, so, yeah. And we've done all those, uh, like, didn't we do two of the, uh, Oh yeah, of, the Dungeons uh, and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. there we go. We did that too, so yeah. I know words. Our listeners know all about you. Oh. They should know all about you, I think. Mm. Yeah, it's been a while since we've done a podcast. Like, yeah, just sit down and do a podcast. A I've been just sitting in my room patiently at the edge of the bed, waiting for the call. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it came once you gave me a compliment, and I said, <laughs> "Yeah, come over here, podcast a little oh. bit." That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. You, you, you compliment me, you get on the podcast. That's just uh, that's, how uh, that's done. That's good to know for the future. <laughs> yeah, uh, dude. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Uh, how do you do? How do you do um, crossbow crossbows in the zombie apocalypse? I mean, what's your preferred weapon for the zombie apocalypse? Listen, if you're doing zombie apocalypse, the most practical weapon probably a sword. The easiest weapon would be a gun, but that's going to run out quick. Yeah, I do like yeah. a shotgun. I feel like a shotgun makes sense. Yeah, a shotgun makes a lot of sense. But what are you going to? You got thirteen shells. Then what? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you pull out a big sword and you start slicing them up. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you want like I'd like want one of those? I don't know if I'd want that, but one of those like big maces. And you just, mm-hmm. Or like yeah. a like a mall, like a mm-hmm. huge, you just smash people. That's a good question. How long do you think, or how many people? Let's say the zombie apocalypse happened. How many people do you think don't die from zombies, but killing themselves trying to figure out how to use a mace? Uh, that's a good question. Uh-huh. I think it's probably pretty high, a high statistic. Well, where are they going to find maces? That's the other thing. Yeah. Well, I feel like maces are easy to make. I've made a few with tape. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> it yeah. was, uh, it was, uh, you know, the weed whacking, uh-huh. uh, O line and you had that tied between a baseball mm-hmm. bat and mm-hmm. a piece of tape with nails stuck in there. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, give me, give me one stick and some electrical tape. I'll make you a mace. <laughs> What's the mace part? The tape. The tape? Yeah. You just keep wrapping it in a bowl tighter and tighter. It's not going to kill anyone. You got to put rocks in that tape. 
Rocks. Yeah, and shards of glass. That's a good point. You know Rocks and glass. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. Uh, maybe some shotgun shells just for kicks mm-hmm. and giggles. Have you seen, Okay, speaking of which, mm-hmm. well, I mean, it's, it's sort of related. Mm-hmm. I watched a video the other day of a guy... Uh, like at Top Golf, okay, and his buddy had replaced his golf balls without him knowing, and he put, uh, uh, they drilled a hole in the ball and then put twenty two shells inside the golf ball. Oh, that sounds- so when he hit it, it exploded. That sounds illegal. It sounds illegal, but very fun. Yeah. So when he hit it, it just exp- that sounds crazy. Okay, I have not seen that video. Yeah, it's wild. Jeez. Okay. I'm sure. It was a video I saw and not in my dream. <laughs> Let's talk about you. Do you want to jump into the dream? Yeah. We can get to that. Dream. Yeah. Uh, Phil had a dream. And yeah. we're here to talk about it. Yeah. Okay. So, Sunday night. Just jumped into the dream. I was all of a sudden, like, fast asleep. And then uh, I was tied to, uh, the best way I could describe it is like a, I don't know, it was like a board. It was almost like a cross, but okay. it had like pads on it and it had like straps on it. Like I was going to get tor- tortured in a fun way, but it wasn't fun. Okay. <laughs> Witch comes out, right? Okay. It's got syringes. Just starts torturing me, stabbing me with stuff. It was crazy. <laughs> and I was freaked out. I mean, I was not having a good time. For some reason, just always been able, I can tell when I'm in a dream. Yeah. Can't really control it, but I can tell when I'm in a dream. So I'm just like, I'm not in pain. But I'm just getting stabbed a bunch of times. Crazy witch going, <laughs> and the entire time, just give me one of these. I wake up, I'm all sweaty, terrified. And the next thing I know, the Holy Spirit put his big old astral mitts on me, shoves me back into the dream. Oh, so wait, wait, wait. You come too. Yeah. I wake up, my eyes are open, I'm fine. And then just immediately shoved back into the dream. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And I, I could tell I was awake. Like, I didn't, it wasn't part of the dream. You were awake in real life, and then you went right back into uh-huh. Okay. I got thrown back into the dream, and I go on a hunt for this witch. <laughs> I find the witch. Okay. Almost immediately. Okay. And I put on, uh, quite possibly, the uh, boxing match of the century. Oh, so you fight her. I went full Mike Tyson. Okay. I just, I just started throwing ones and twos. Mike Tyson on a plane? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I'm just trying to get closer. I'm going to bite her ear off. I got that kind of energy. I'm just right. throwing her up in the air with these things. Okay. Grab the syringe, stab her a few times. You got her syringes stabbed? Uh-huh, yeah. Okay. I start okay. hitting her with the syringes, and the next thing I know, I hear, that's enough. And then I got pulled out of the dream. Wow. Yeah. That's an intense dream. Yeah. Um. So I've heard that dreams, sometimes dreams are training. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're training for mm-hmm. something. Yeah. So I I actually I talked to your sister about the dream. That's yeah, exactly what she, what she said. Is that what she said? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What, what did she give you anything else that like? Not really. Yeah. But uh, I I feel like I <laughs> I got the meaning of the dream fairly quickly. Yeah, that's pretty obvious. Yeah. That's interesting. What do you yeah. think that witch was? I don't know, but the way I felt stabbing it, you with needles though. Yeah. Go ahead. It didn't feel like a dream. Like I've had bad dreams i've had nightmares all the time like it's pretty common that was the most realistic thing i've ever been through in my life mm. to the point where i don't think it was a dream oh it was a real yeah mm-hmm. you were that's interesting so you're in the spiritual realm i think i was wow just stabbing away at witches uh listeners hadessa my sister she is a pretty solid dream interpreter so if you ever need your dreams interpreted you can hit me mm-hmm. up. I can pass mm-hmm. that dream along. Do I you, bother her constantly. Yeah. Do you do you bring dreams up to her all the time? Yeah. 
yeah she has a pretty good job. she's done a couple different courses on uh, okay doing it uh learning how to do it and stuff i i have dreams and i I ask her those dreams too. And then if I hear people who have dreams, I usually ask mm-hmm. her what she thinks on them. I just, I just, I remember when I woke up from that dream, the only thing I thought was send me back in. Wow. <laughs> it's like, wow. Uh, That's crazy. Dude. I had such a good day that day too. I fell up here. I fell up here the entire day. And then you went into this, into slumber. Mm-hmm. That was on Sunday. That's crazy. It was a Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah. We hung out Sunday. Yeah. A little bit. You biked all the way to uh, the Mexican place. Mm-hmm. No, we got Mexican. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't bike. And a bird pooped on you. <laughs> no, you definitely bike. That's the story. That's what we're sticking to. Yeah. Okay. I biked to the Mexican place from church and got pooped on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's for that's my... his shirt mid bike. <laughs> <laughs> Never got off the bike. Took it off. Put yeah. a sweatshirt on. Hey, that's how good of a biker you are. Uh-huh. Excellent. Yeah. I mean. I would love to be on a motorcycle in the zombie apocalypse, but realistically, I'll probably be on my bike. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Bicycle. <laughs> Just swinging a mace. Yeah. <laughs> you got you to gotta create a perimeter. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, I think a spear would be kind of sick too, but I feel like that's a one jab mm-hmm. type situation. Well, you got to think, you got to keep, you gotta keep, uh, keep hold of these weapons. Yeah. Right? You lose the sort weapon, you're in trouble. Sense. Yeah. It's just so close for comfort. Yeah. You but, know. I just, I have, here's one thing I don't understand about zombie movies is the ones where they run really fast. Yeah. These are rotting corpses. Nobody's yeah. running fast. But they could be diseased, you know. Yeah. But like, know. I'm just saying, if your leg rots off, you're not running fast, regardless of disease. Do you think the zombie apocalypse is already happening right now? Dude, it feels like it. Yeah. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Uh, can I tell people your origin story? I have an origin story? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Long ago, Phil worked at a butcher shop. And every time I would talk about Phil on the podcast, I'd call him Phil the Butcher. Mm-hmm. That went on for the amount of time that Phil worked at the butcher shop. Mm-hmm. And then Phil decided to become a forklift driver. And so we kept on calling you Phil the Butcher just because mm-hmm. yeah. you kind of had to, mm-hmm. you know. And... Um, you know, Phil, the forklift lift driver, just didn't really fit. Yeah. You know, it just yeah. it was too much. It doesn't really roll off the tongue. So we, called, we called you Phil the Butcher, and so you were working there, and then you moved to another place. And mm-hmm. I, this might have been your new job that mm-hmm. you moved to. Yep. And we still called you Phil the Butcher, but it wasn't right until one day I heard a song. And I sent you that song. You remember I sent mm-hmm. you that song? It's actually on my playlist. Should I play it right now? Please. Um, once I heard this song, I knew what I needed to call mm-hmm. Phil. Every time this song comes up on my playlist, I giggle. <laughs> it's called, and the song is uh, Brother Man Phil, but Brother Man, oh no, it's Brother Man Bill. Mm-hmm. Brother Man Phil just works so well. <laughs> like it works so well. You can almost, like how you hear it. Uh, and I heard it while I was watching a, 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 a YouTube video about a, a video game. Hmm. And um, yeah, let's let's watch the video real quick. What an intense uh, album cover that is! It's a little intense. Okay, look. The brother man built and the brother living at the top of the hill. So I heard the song. Man, Bill, with the 
song come on my brothers while i'm biking you can't yeah. come near me dude game over you're just going hard uh-huh. you know my little legs are just a burning yeah <laughs> oh my goodness dude, it's a kind of a rager i have it on my play a little i, I really <laughs> enjoy it um when i found that song it only had like two hundred thousand views it's at like you know six mil we watched it a lot it was us yeah, <laughs> it's it. both you and me it. we're pushing it uh-huh. um no this twitch streamer was talking about it and so i was like this is kind of great mm-hmm. and when i i heard it and it's just it basically brother man phil and it works it works really well so are you on twitch i'm not on twitch um i do have a twitch account to watch twitch videos uh-huh. but i don't watch it very often well, are they are they that i've avoided it for one i don't really play video games yeah so I didn't really see the purpose. Yeah. But I know there's like more than just that on there now. Yeah, there's like uh, girls in hot tubs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. I think it is. A bunch of them got banned. Mm. Um, yeah, there's not really much else. There's some other stuff, maybe some political stuff or whatever. It's like, it's like a, it's a streaming platform. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, it's you, good for video games. How much money do you think I would make if I started selling my bathwater? Hmm. Not much. Well, that's that's uh, that <laughs> not <hurts>. much at all. <laughs> that hurts here. I'm sorry. Just don't look at me. Okay. You need to build a following first, and then you can sell your bath water. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just I'll figure out how to play video games. Yeah, and then I think you could do it with anything. You could be on like TikTok, and you could mm-hmm. you know, yeah, have some anime character that you really connect with, and you just mm-hmm. push like mm-hmm. content about that enemy cock one specific dude like mm-hmm. your brother yeah, exactly like my mm-hmm. brother and then sell your bath water by the way i watched so i listened to that uh, your uh, the the sibcast mm-hmm. with your uh, brothers and sisters and then i immediately watched surfed up after that really? <laughs> <laughs> i've never watched surf up you've never seen surf up yeah i went so after that podcast um if you haven't listened to it sibcast it's a, it's one of the podcasts that we've done um that I did with my little siblings, mm. but uh, you, I went and looked to try to find where I could stream it, and you have to buy it. I was just mm. like, uh, yeah. I think I think my brother probably has a copy. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, I'm I sure. have a DVD. Do you really? Yeah, yeah. I might borrow it from you because I can watch that on my Xbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it good? It's an amazing movie. Yeah, I've never. A surfing penguin, <laughs> surf contest. Dude, it has it all. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Uh-huh. I, you're talking to a person who hasn't <laughs> watched it, so I, I can't like comment on it. Like, uh-huh. no, there's no pink one. There's well, only I've, chickens. Well, that, and I've committed myself to watching everything Shia LaBeouf has ever been in. What character does he play? He plays the main character, Cody. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. What was Shia LaBeouf's first movie? Oh, I don't know. Was it first. Holes? No, no. I think now I could be wrong here, but you're I a movie remember, buff. Uh-huh. You like movies. <laughs> yeah, you've got so. I remember there being like a made-for-TV Disney movie mm. where he he plays like a like a mentally handicapped person. No way. Yeah, it was like because he was on a he was on a like a I think I thought it was Disney. It might have been Nickelodeon. I don't remember. Yeah, one of the two. Yeah, there was a TV show he was on, mm-hmm. and then I remember seeing him in this movie. Wow. Okay. I know. Um, um, the guy from Malcolm, Frankie Muniz, hmm. he played the one where he was like disabled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, he, he like uh, got racing. in a uh, boxcar racing contest. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah I remember I watched that one. And that actually was based on some guy from Indiana. Really? Like Valparaiso or something. That makes it the boxcar thing makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's big around Although here. I've never seen a boxcar race. You've never seen a boxcar yeah, race? Well, yeah. I mean, that was. I think that was more of a... Uh, a uh, Boy Scouts uh, mm. thing, and I was not allowed to be in the Boy Scouts. Yeah. Oh, really? Why not? <laughs> reasons. Can we go into those reasons? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, the the troop leader uh, got caught, like most troop leaders oh, do. No. Yeah. Oh no. Oh mm-hmm. mm. no. So <laughs> dodged a bullet. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. It. So that caught caught in your area. So then you guys were like, yeah. 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 Ooh. Yeah. Thank I thank my dad for that one. Yeah, he he saved you mm-hmm. probably. Although they did go to go see the Globe Trotters, and that seemed pretty sick at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So I was not happy. Not worth it though. You can go see Globe Trotters now and also not have emotional scarring. For me. Although I feel like I feel like going to see the Globe Trotters now is not as much fun being a grown man. I think it's more fun, dude. You can drink alcohol probably. Fair point. You can also pay to like get close to them and sign autographs take pictures with them. I mean you can do whatever you want now that you're an adult I, I understand yeah. what you're saying like it's a big thing but that's just because the world's telling you it's not cool but you don't listen to the world you do yeah, your thing here's, I mean you go right back into that dream and you <laughs> capture that dream <laughs> and you take that boxing match to the next level oh, don't yeah. let the witches stab you out of this you know what I'm yeah oh. go to the globe trotters anyways go ahead so sorry go ahead go ahead you're gonna say something no, no, I was just imagine beating up that witch again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Brother Man Phil. Anyways, that, that's kind of stuck. I think that works on yeah, a lot of I like levels. It. Yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. I always hated nicknames as a kid. Really? Yeah, because they're always mean. What was the nickname that you were called as a kid? Oh, I got called a lot. I wore, uh, uh, when I was at, I don't know how old, but when I was a young kid, I wanted to be a cowboy. That okay. was that was my dream. Okay. So I wore uh, cowboy boots and cowboy hat and a bolo tie everywhere I went, regardless of the clothes I was wearing. So okay. like gym shorts, t-shirt, bolo cowboy hat, hat, cowboy hat, mm-hmm. cowboy boots, bolo yeah. bolo tie. Really, those are that. cool bolo ties. <laughs> yeah. Not at the time they weren't. Okay. Got made fun of a lot. <laughs> what they call you? Well, I got called Tex. Okay. And. Uh, I got called Joe Dirt for a while. Oh, uh, that's not <laughs> Got a movie. Mm-hmm. It's not the worst thing. Yeah, it's, not, it's probably not the worst. Joe Dirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else? Though, that was it. Mm. There was a girl. There was a girl that rode the bus. Uh, or she was. She was on the. How do I say that? She rode the bus to school. She was on your bus route. Yeah, yeah she was on my bus route. Thank there you. We go. Yep. And uh, she called me. This is. I think about it now, and it was just. Not creative at all. It was just kind of. She called my name is Philip. Mm-hmm. So she called me Phil Down. That bothered me to my core as a uh, child. That's painful. I got called Phyllis a lot too. Phyllis. Yeah, I am not a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you. Yeah. I've checked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awkward. Yeah, Phil Down. That yeah. would be kind of painful. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that would was painful for me as a kid was Timmy. Timmy, oof. Yeah, that's not that's like rough. it's not bad, but that's just not what my name is. Mm-hmm. I'm, my name's not Timmy. So I got I got Philly a lot too. Philly, yeah. yeah. I am not from Philadelphia. Yeah, I'm not from Philadelphia. <laughs> I do one. not like cheesesteaks. <laughs> they're actually. I'm lying. I love cheesesteaks. Yeah, they're, they're super solid. <laughs> uh, the I remember one guy. He, I mean, 
one kid, this is at church, he was trying to make fun of me. Um, I could say his name right now, but I'm not going to because yeah. I'm a better man now. Yeah. Don't dox him. Yeah, don't dox him. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm really thinking about saying it. I'm not going to say it. So I'm at the watering fountain, just getting water, drinking water at church after playing probably some carpet ball. Mm-hmm. You know, because that was the big thing back then. And um, he kept on saying Tim and women. Tim and women. Okay, oh. Tim and women. Okay, Tim and women. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> like it doesn't. You see, that's the worst because they don't make sense. They just rhyme. Well, he said it right then and he tried to like make it stick, but no one <laughs> never stuck. They're just like, okay, why do you keep on telling mm-hmm. Tim and women? I'm like, okay. I think I understand it rhymes. Like you're good at rhyming. Mm-hmm. Good job. Mm-hmm. But um, are you trying to say I'm a woman? Are you saying Tim and woman? Tim and women? It didn't make any sense to me. As a kid, still doesn't, and it didn't stick. But that was the closest they got to giving me a... Well, another guy tried to give me... This was in college. He tried to give me the nickname Tin Man. Tin Man. Tin Man. But that's almost like more difficult than Timmin. <laughs> 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 added, added extra to it yeah tin man uh-huh. you know, like okay I like every time someone gave me i was just like all right i usually did not get nicknames because timon is so unique that mm-hmm. it's hard to do a nick because you'd give nicknames to people i, I saw people would give nicknames to people like um if there's three alexes you need to mm-hmm. figure out which alexes which mm-hmm. alex yeah. especially if those alexes are yeah. hanging out so like Alex and Alex mm-hmm. and whatever the person's like, I don't know. They give all, you know what I mean? Like the pain that I felt in school when I was the only Phil and then middle school, here comes another Phil. Mm. So I got called old Phil. No. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. oh, no. So badly did I want to be new Phil, but I couldn't. Uh, yeah. You, you had uh-huh. to go to a different middle school at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> just pick up and leave <laughs> old Phil that's pretty brutal actually mm-hmm. yeah you grew up uh, in a little town north of here yeah yeah. Well, the corn seed capital of the world the Monsanto capital mm-hmm. of the world right Monsanto and Pioneer yeah they dueling each other across the street really oh yeah yeah so uh, yeah that's a little sketchy I feel like you're drinking water is not safe oh 100% <laughs> my house had a well <laughs> You're still probably uh-huh. got like I, I I can almost promise you I am the only kid in my grade who didn't break some sort of bone. <laughs> really? Yeah. I just wow. I feel like that water made a lot of weak bones. Yeah. Not this guy. I'm what you'd call big boned. <laughs> uh, we call that beautiful around here. <laughs> that's cool. Um, yeah, that's crazy. So was that like? the big industry farming obviously Mm -hmm. and then people that worked at the monsanto plant was it yeah just about everybody i knew at one point detasseled from either one of the companies did you detassel no i didn't well my family owns a butcher shop so i went oh yeah i didn't have to detassel that makes sense which i'm fine with because that sucked yeah i did when i was 13 i detasseled for a summer Mm. Mm. there was also there was a not a dirt farm, a turf, turf farm. So okay. Was, uh, Kentucky bluegrass oh, in Michigan. Oh, yeah. so you could buy your bluegrass from them. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Those roots are not very deep. Mm-mm. Yeah, they just roll it up. That's crazy that your whole job is growing grass. Growing grass <laughs> and then rolling it up into big wheels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then shipping it to places like Granger, Indiana. Mm-hmm. That's probably where they all shipped all of them. There was also a company that just sold dirt. 
Oh, really? Different colored dirt. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. That makes sense. But big moves happening in Constantine. The, the other day, I was looking just to buy dirt. Mm-hmm. So I you need dirt? Head on down. To I didn't. I didn't go buy dirt. I went to Lincoln's house and just took it from his yard. Yeah. Yeah. He said, "That's my dirt. That's my dirt." Mm-hmm. Yeah. I asked him. He mm-hmm. like pointed to where the dirt was at and said, "That's." That's the dirty yeah. So explain this conundrum to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you feel about this, but I thought it was interesting. So right about when I got out of high school, the well, technically my, it's not a town, it's a village. So like the village, uh, like I guess they're called councilmen. It's like 12 okay. decrepit old people. Okay. Uh, decided that like our, our, the main strip through town was part of 131. Like yep. you had to pass through the middle of town to get to like... one thirty to up into Michigan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you went through Constantine to get up any farther, because it was a big highway. Yeah. Yeah, 131 is a big highway. So, the, like, especially in the main part of town, there's a bunch of, like, really old buildings. Like, there was, a, uh, it's a like a breakfast slash bar hotel. joint now. Okay. It used to be a motel. You said one of the oldest hotels. I've seen yeah. it. It's, like, one of the oldest hotels in Michigan, I think. Yeah. Right on the water. Well, I think it was a motel. I don't know the difference. But it, it was, so, a, lot of, a couple oh. of those buildings were built in, like, the early 1800s. Okay. And... Obviously, they weren't made to have uh, semis drive by uh, drive by them constantly. Right. Yeah. You know? So. Right. Not what they were thinking about in the 1800s. Yeah. So the village decided that we were going to have an overpass. So they built an overpass to just skip right over the entire town. Yeah. Which is good for traffic and the buildings. Not good for business because I just remember going back like a year later after I graduated, and there's just like wood on every one of the windows. I mean, everything's closed off. Oh, really? Yeah, just the whole town died. the whole town. But then, a few years ago, Michigan legalized marijuana. So now there is four, I believe, four different either dispensaries or grow houses. (laughs) In all the border of the places? Just in the last, like, probably six months, the taxes the town gets from those companies is, I think, more money than the town has seen in its entire existence. I mean, I'm exaggerating, but it's just like... So you're saying marijuana is bringing that place back to life. Oh, yeah. It's jobs. And it's filling up all these empty buildings. Yeah, paying for the... The road. taxes alone are helping. Like, they just... That's and that, and the, uh, the town council, or whatever you want to call it, is upset about it. They're they don't, mad about They don't like it. They, they fought Why? Them to every oh, step really? of the way. Yeah, because they're 12 old decrepit men mm-hmm. who are farmers, probably God-fearing Republicans. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. How dare they give us money? Yeah, but they're cool with probably the money. Oh, yeah. They probably are enjoying the money, but also they want to get reelected. So they got to be like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But then also they're like, this money's kind of nice. Because mm-hmm. now they can buy whatever they want. And now they can just be mad in their new BMWs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's super interesting. You So like growing up, all traffic went through Constantine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, so was like, it like a low key happening spot? Yeah, I mean, I, I remember there. I mean, there was always like you you go through a lot of like small towns, especially in Michigan, and you see a lot of places that are just like, how is that place surviving? Right. You know, like I sell trinkets. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I sell, I sell specific sized baby clothes yeah. and nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Size zero uh-huh. and and also zero and a half. Mm-hmm. I sell just sunglasses, and I'm only open one day a month. Yeah, that's sketchy. Uh-huh. That sounds like they're selling drugs. Mm-hmm. But it's just like those places were all like they were around my entire childhood. And then just like that, they were gone. Wow. 
Well, they didn't have a very good business model to stay over. No, they did not. Uh, the, yeah, if you sell yeah. sunglasses one day a, day a week or one day a month, mm-hmm. that's a little rough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it was booming. Then you go, you leave high school. They make the overpass. Do you spend more time at Constantine after high school? Oh, no, I try to avoid that down. Like, you don't like, like it? Like, just too many people? Yeah, I just... How many people are in there? Like 2,500, maybe? Okay. Maybe 3,000 now? Yeah, so enough that everyone knows everyone's business. Oh, yeah. Not enough. Oh. Yeah, everyone yeah. knows everyone's business. When uh, when my parents split up, the uh, I, just, I passed strangers on the street and like, wanted to talk to me about it. No like, way. Yeah. Like, I don't even know you. <laughs> yeah, that's awkward. Yeah. When did that happen? That was like middle school? Mm, I was a uh, junior in high school. Junior in high school. Wow. So you're walking around junior in high school and they're asking you about your parents. Mm-hmm. All the teachers are like pulling me to the side. One th- I, don't, I just want to go to school, man. Yeah. And you, you, I think you told me that, and maybe this is not, but your mom was a teacher at your high school. Well, she was a... Um, or administrator? Yeah. Well, she was the, the superintendent's secretary. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And um, I don't know, we don't have to get too much into that, but uh, yeah. there's some interesting stories there, too, that yeah. you've told me. Um, is she still with the guy that she was with? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're married. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have, my stepdad uh, is a, uh, I don't know if he's on a radio station anymore, but there was a, I feel like you got it around here because I remember there being booths. I've heard it. Uh, the Froggy 102.7? Yep. Uh, yeah, like yep. Alternative. Yeah, it was just basically like mm-hmm. 90s music, mm-hmm. kind of. I just, I have this distinct memory of like him coming to my uh, my mom's work all the time because my, uh, the, lo- the hallway that had my lockers looked right, like my locker looked directly into my mom's office. They're like okay. a glass window. Yep. And uh, I remember there were. Run- you're talking wooden door, little glass. Window. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know, like this is school windows there's with little, the, like uh, the mesh metal, and mm-hmm. yeah, you could just see right into the office. Yep. And uh, there was, uh, they were running this thing. It was like a contest at that radio station where you called in, you were if you were a certain number, and you a- answered a question properly mm-hmm. or correctly, they would uh, have a they would bring a bunch of little Caesars and you have a pizza party. Oh, yeah. yeah. My mom <laughs> won that like- contest seven times. No. <laughs> The entire time, I was oblivious. <laughs> like, oh, pizza for lunch. Sick. I love Little Caesars. No one, no one. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Seven times. Seven times. Yeah. My mom, one lucky gal. Yeah, she knows uh-huh. how to call the right number. Uh-huh. <laughs> she knows how to pick up that phone uh-huh. and call the right number, if you know. That's awkward. Uh, so, you so you had a lot of pizza. I mean, that's actually pretty smart. Mm-hmm. We should, I should do the same thing. Call into this podcast, and if you're the number fourteen, <laughs> right, um, we'll do a little Caesar's party as well, and mm-hmm. wherever you guys want. You have to buy the little Caesars and bring it to us. No, I'll buy it. It's it. it <laughs> how much does you know enough to feed two hundred people? Probably sixty bucks. Oh, that little point. Caesars. You know what I'm saying? Like. I could do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like I I want to I want to start a petition. Uh, like I don't have any issue with it, but I want them to legally get rid of the the whole hot and ready. Thing oh, okay. Because yeah, that's this, a little too rough. It may be hot, but it is never ready. Yeah, that's a really good point. Every time I walk in there, it's going to be about ten or fifteen minutes. Forty five minutes later, there is now thirty people in the smallest room possible. Right. right. 
half of them have masks. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> just coughing and accidentally licking on each other. <laughs> yeah, and it's great because when you're in there, you see people from other fast foods mm-hmm. like the McDonald's and Burger mm-hmm. King workers. Yeah. You're like, you're not supposed to be here. You're supposed to be. Here. They're like, I have to get back to my shift. <laughs> <laughs> that has really happened to me at that little. <laughs> they were not happy that their hot and ready was not ready, and they were yelling at the little Caesars. I'm like, you guys are the same. Stop. Just chill. Like the the amount of crap you're getting right now, you're dishing right back to the to the same person that mm-hmm. is on the other end. Like you should know. Mm-hmm. You should know how this feels. You know what I don't understand? Don't the great pizza debate. Mm-hmm. I've never had pizza I didn't like. It's pizza. It's three ingredients. Yeah, it's uh. Pizza sauce and cheese and pizza dough. Yeah, that's it. That's all you guys do. Three Great pizza. Easy. Three things. Amazing pizza. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, there are levels to it, though, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But uh, in a place like Goshen, Indiana, there's not a ton. Of well, I mean, I guess there. I mean, there's there. I'll admit there is a difference between like Little Caesars and the place in the gourmet place in town, Venturi, Venturi Pizza. Mm-hmm. There's a difference, and honestly, there's a lot of people who say Little Caesars is better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. Some people would say, you know, it, mm-hmm. it's it's it with Venturi. There's not three ingredients. Mm-hmm. There's like 37 ingredients, and there's a process to making it. It is pretty bomb if you get the right pizza, right? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And you can tell when it's made with love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how many Little Caesars pizzas are made with love. I don't know. Those are made with teenagers' sweat and tears. Yeah. I've, like, equated pizza to this. And I know this is probably going to r- rub you the wrong way, right? But, like, pizza's a drug. 100%. Um, mm-hmm. and, and sometimes you have, like, designer drugs. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you go and you get some Venturi, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like... Um, I don't know what's a designer drug like Molly. Let's mm-hmm. say, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a, you get it, you go to parties, you enjoy it. It's not something you're doing every day unless you're crazy and mm-hmm. you have a lot of money, right? Mm-hmm. But it's, it's like a designer truck. And then, and then it's like, you got little Caesars. That's like meth. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, then, and then you got like, you know, your other various ones, but mm-hmm. that's the, that's the, that's how I see it. Well, see, here's the thing. The, the biggest, would, the I biggest. Would, okay. I would, I would say though, Little Caesars is better than gas station pizza, mm. which may be meth. Mm. So go ahead. See, the biggest difference here, I think, where we're looking is the fact that the reason that, not just because it tastes good, because, but because it's going to taste the same every single time, right? Yeah. It's consistency, which you would think a place like Venturi's the pizza might not taste the same every single time. They might. It might be a different person making it than the last time, and you know they might do a little something different. Cook it. it they're supposed to cook it for the ninety seconds, and they may cook it for ninety five, and that just ruins it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's the same thing with like most like nice places sit down and eat. Is that like sure they've taken pride in the food, and, and it's it might be a unique experience every time you go, even if you keep going to the same place. Yeah, but. We're Americans, and we like the same thing over and over and over again. We do not like change. Mm-hmm. We do not like. And home. I want. We do I, not like change. And I want the people serving me my food to just be upset all day. Mm-hmm. For some reason, when an angry person hands you food, it fills my heart. Uh, I I I don't know if I'm in a different world now because I kind of like. Um, not dealing with uh, disgruntled employees. Well, I'm just saying. It's, so 
I go to I go to a Burger King every once in a while. Okay. Down. You know, over on Thirty Three. Yeah. Okay. The, the one over by Menards. Yeah. Or the one over. Or no, the, on the other side of town. The one by Menards is gone. Oh yeah, they completely it's leveled that. Completely, yep. But there is a specific employee who is just hates everything and everyone. Mm. And when she is not there, when I order, I feel upset. Like I, I feel like my Burger King experience it's been is a letdown. A little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your your go to Burger King order? I've not been oh. to Burger King in years, oh. man. Say Double Whopper with cheese. Okay. Chicken fries. Okay. Honey mustard sauce. Mm-hmm. Large fry. And onion rings if I'm feeling saucy. Mm. Although, Dude, their chicken fries are fantastic. They're very good. Also, if I do get the onion rings, it means I will not be around people for the next three days. <laughs> what happens? Yeah. Uh, I would describe it as, if uh, you ever been around, have you ever experienced mustard gas? Mm. I've not, but I can imagine. <laughs> well, get around me with some onion rings and you know the- you'll know what it's like. Uh-huh. Just beat red eyes. Yeah. Sad. A lot uh- of tears. <laughs> Maybe some puking. Oh, no way. It's bad. So why do you get them? Because they call your because name Because they're delicious. Yeah, that makes sense. Are you a McDonald's guy over Burger King or Burger King over McDonald's? That's an age-old debate right there. Mm-mm. I don't know. I like them both. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've not- McDonald's is... Is easier, yeah, and it's a little less. It's a little cheaper. It's a little cheaper. Okay. I don't know. I uh, thinking about staying away from fast food for a while. It would probably behoove you. You probably would feel better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It would probably uh-huh. be good for you. Well, you're telling me, but I'm not going to tell you how to live. I'm just saying, with the diet I eat, I wash my face at least three times a day. I'm at work. I put like hand soap on my face at work. Oh wow! I got to keep it clean because I'm just tired of. Being uh, a zitty teenager, yeah, and oil. still, still, I, I assume it's because of my diet. I have just an, an onslaught mm-hmm. of like neck. Yeah, well, you oh. gotta think the things that they're making, right? So they're cooking all of their food in oils that our body can't process. Mm-hmm. So where does that oil go? Out the skin, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, or other places. Out my neck. Yeah, or just <laughs> like sits port. lodged into your body for mm-hmm. for years. Um, and then solidifies into mm-hmm. not good things. I'm just saying that oil ferments, and eventually I'll make some very nice perfume one day when I die. Mm-hmm. And be like, yeah. whale, whale oil, fill oil. Right, right. Mm-hmm. There is, is it, is it amaranth? No, it's not amaranth. It's uh, something, but yeah. it's an A. It it's starts, close. It's close. I know exactly. I caught that mm-hmm, reference. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been looking for that sometimes because, like, if you find a dead whale, that's thousands of dollars yeah. you know Boy. that gland or whatever the gland is mm-hmm. thousands of dollars tens of thousands of dollars uh, yeah okay uh yeah I, I stay away from fast food i think my my one go-to fast food is taco bell i can't get away from taco bell i don't know if i really like taco bell it just the f- granted i'm not like I don't, <laughs> I wouldn't say I have a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. But that is like the lowest of the low for me. Really? Oh, it just it, it tastes like plastic. It's delicious, but what I, do you I get just at Taco Bell. Oh, the chalupas. Chalupas are good. Uh-huh. Yeah, chalupas are good. Fri- fried I, bread with meat in it. Yeah, it's salt. What, are you kidding me? I like the uh, what's it called? I can't even think of what uh, I can't even think of what it's called. It's it's literally a tortilla with cheese and meat in it. <laughs> Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, quesadilla. yeah. Quesadilla. Mm-hmm. I uh, um, I used to call them quesadillas mm-hmm. because of Napoleon Dynamite for so <laughs> long. 
<laughs> and I would order them, and they'd be like, "What?" And I'm like, "Oh, what is it called? <laughs> quesadilla? <laughs> Can I have a quesadilla? <laughs> like a quesadilla? No, 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 a quesadilla." I think a big problem I have with Taco Bell as well is that beans are not a food. I mean, <laughs> what okay. are they? They're mush. They're mush that you feed yeah. pigs. <laughs> I've uh, only ever fed beans. You just insulted a, a lot of people. Yeah, of people and you all should be ashamed of yourselves because beans aren't real. <laughs> okay, they're not a real food. Okay, it's just mush. It's weird mush that gives you farts. Okay, <laughs> they are delicious. I'm a big fan of beans. Have you ever had chili without beans? That's yeah. good. I love chili without beans because no. it's chili. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I chili with beans. I'm growing beans right now because I love beans that much. You keep those beans away from me. <laughs> okay. I'm going to sneak them in. <laughs> you better not. Let <laughs> me say, what value do beans add to your life? Oh, they are so healthy for you. And what They're kind of healthy for you. They're a little bit healthy for you. See, you keep lowering the amount of healthiness. Okay. Well, the beans from Taco Bell are not that healthy for you. Mm-hmm. They, they're not. They're also nasty mush. They're they're, they're they not, remind me of baby poop. I I agree with you. When they, like the burrito, mm-hmm. right? So if you get a burrito from Taco Bell, not a fan, mm-hmm. not a fan at all because it yeah. is baby poop. I, I feel you on the baby poop. So what I do is I give if I ever get like a combo, right? Mm-hmm. And they throw in a burrito. Mm-hmm. Allison can have it. So Cheats. what in the world is refried beans? Why do you need? Were they fried once before? Yeah. Why do you need to refry them? Yeah. How is that good? Double fried. Why would you need double fried beans? I, I don't know. You know, like it's kind of like that mace that you built. You know, what I mean, you don't want just one rotation of electrical tape. You want a couple rotations. <laughs> you need to double fry it. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like when you heat up your pizza for a second time. Well, I don't know if I'll ever trust you again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the beans that talk about. You're right. I don't yeah. like the beans that talk about. I'm just saying, do it, would you? Assist, I mean, I don't know what nutrients are in beans. I'm guessing some sort of protein related thing. I'm sure. Yeah. But also, like all the other things you could get protein from, like meat. Yeah. You know. Let's look at the nutrient. I'm just saying, if you ever feel like you know what I want, I want beans. Just eat meat. <laughs> you know what I mean. But what about vegans? Eh. Yeah. <laughs> My, my family owns a butcher shop. What do you think I think about beans? Yeah, they vegans? love meats. Beans contain a decent amount of zinc, copper, magnesium. We need a lot of magnesium. All of these things I'm seeing, pills you can take. <laughs> that do don't you, involve you eating okay, nasty where beans. Where do you think they get these the, the stuff for the pills? From the beans. <laughs> <laughs> They're just grinding down beans. You're mm. taking a pill for them. Why would you? Yeah, yeah but I don't, I don't, get, I don't get the type of... Uh, <laughs> Rear problems that I do with those pills. You do. It's just in smaller doses. They just like they release it a little time. Mm-hmm. Also, the other thing is, I'll tell you this: our body can process these vitamins a lot better when it's with food. Mm-hmm. So when you take pills, that's when you. If you ever read like when you're taking pills, they say to do it with a meal because then mm-hmm. it tricks your body thinking yeah. that you're actually eating, and then you take the supplements as well. Yeah. But if you just take it and with no meal, only a small amount will actually hit your system, and then you just pee out all of the... I'm just saying, the, the, you need to do what I did the entirety of, like, what do you call it, the shutdown, or when everything yeah. started shutting down. The pandemic. Yeah, you just take a giant, like, clump of pills, and then eat a double quarter pounder with cheese. At the same time? Yeah. That's... Uh-huh. So you can stuff them into the, like, <laughs> in between the burger. <laughs> you did not do that. 
I did. I, and I'll do it again. I don't believe How do you think I got so much zinc? Look at this. Um, pinto beans are one of the most nutritious, dense foods around. And many varieties just like that are just as impressive. Did you know that you can I'm get just saying, all the nutri- uh, nutrients nutrients you need to survive from potatoes? Yeah, but then you'll look like a potato. I already look like a potato. <laughs> you get you you know? to go at that point. Uh, the Irish did it. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Potatoes are a good... I like I eat potatoes sometimes. The key is like the more you process it, the less goodness is in there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like French fries. When you're eating French fries, you're like, yeah, it's a potato. It's not a potato. Yeah. No. See, then you come across the people who, you know, will say a vegan person, which is if that's what you want to do, it's what you want to hate do. on them. It's not yeah. my problem. We don't like vegans. Well, here's my problem. Butcher. Here's my problem is that. You're, vegans are always talking about how healthy they are But at the same time You know what you can eat as a vegan? Oreos Oreo, yeah, there isn't any <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oreos Doritos Doritos And french fries Yeah Snack foods Yeah Yeah I, If you're going to go health conscious You probably shouldn't eat anything with like uh, The oils mm-hmm. that they're frying stuff in You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That stuff's not good for you I mean, I don't know Vegan's just such an easy saying. thing to go for Legit vegans, mm-hmm. like people who really care about what they're eating, they're pretty solid. But it's hard to get protein. It's mm-hmm. very hard to get. They have to like supplement for it. I'm just saying. If they I just lost add, at ahead. one point 50 pounds by eating nothing but steak, mashed potatoes, and pasta. All the starch. I lost 50 pounds. Oh wow! Explain that to me, science man. Um, did you stop eating McDonald's and Burger King? Objection. Hearsay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Amber Heard. <laughs> okay, so, mm-hmm. all right. You're, I, I kind of want to further along the Phil backstory, if that's okay. Okay. So, you get out of high school, what do you do? Ooh, I got a job, I got a night shift job. Okay. At like a... I guess it'd be a sawmill or a sawmill. Okay. Yeah. Just like cutting planks and stuff. Yeah. I uh, I was because it was the night shift and I had the most. Well, I say the least needed uh, machine. Okay. So I spent most of the time uh, uh, listening to music and whittling things in the in the corner of the. Building. No way. Yeah. yeah. I I I once in one night I whittled an entire chess set. No way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pawns, mm-hmm. rooks, knights, queens, kings, mm-hmm. the whole thing, even the board. No, yeah. uh huh. <laughs> You're pretty good with the knife. <laughs> well, you have nothing but time. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then I'd go home and sleep for three days. Oh wow! Okay, time. in in a row. Yeah, I couldn't get used to the schedule. It just like threw you off. Uh-huh. Yeah, because what was your what was your night shift like? Mm, I would uh, go in. I would, to, I would go in at eleven, and I'd 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 be done by seven. Oh wow! Yeah, that's your whole evening. Mm-hmm. So I'd go to I'd go to Walmart, buy a couple of DVDs, <laughs> go home, watch them, fall asleep on the couch, get yelled at, fall asleep in my bed, <laughs> wake up, and it's time for work again. Oh, <laughs> I did that for a whole year. That's I felt awful. like the machinist. <laughs> that sounds. I'm not watching. Yeah. Um. That sounds awful. Yeah, it was not fun. Yeah. So you did that for a year. Then what'd you do? Hmm. 
don't know. I feel like I'm getting to an age where it all starts to run together. Mm-hmm. A lot of this stuff feels like it was yesterday, but it was years and years ago. Because after that, I, uh, my dad's girlfriend at the time helped me uh, get stuff around to go. Like I wanted to go to college. Okay. So I, uh, I moved to Kalamazoo and went to a uh, community college up there. Okay. And had just, just a hell of a time. Yeah. Yeah. Like in a good way or a bad way, both. Uh, well, um, good as far as fun, bad as far as schoolwork. <laughs> what were you that, well, like? What was your major? Of- oh, I wanted to be a history teacher. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you're actually like learning about different. Are you still into history? Is that a big thing? Oh yeah, I love history. Yeah, but see, that's the thing that sucked about that is that going in and realizing that. Uh, I was assuming, like, I'm just going to take a bunch of history class. I'm going to be in heaven. This is, you know, I'm going to love it so much. But they have required classes. Right. So I'm taking, like, a chemistry and, and like, a math class. Right. I'm paying money for something I don't need and will never use again. Yeah. Yeah, a writing. that, that, That really bothered me. Also, because the community college I went to was so close to my high school, I basically just went to high school again. Oh, really? I saw everybody went to high school. So a lot of the people that you... Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a little awkward, too. Mm -hmm. So it was just like a continuation of it. Mm -hmm. But you took a year off, right? Yeah. So then they were a year ahead of you. Yeah. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. awkward. Or people that were a year before. Mm -hmm. Mm. So that didn't feel... Mm. Should it... Should I explain why I stopped going to college? You can. You can do whatever you want. Why did I don't know if you wanted to? Get yeah. So you stopped because did you go to Kalamazoo? Did you go? Did you go to the West? Is it Western? Well, I I went to KVCC okay. and uh, Western has a really good history program. Okay. Like a lot of opportunities to like travel abroad and, oh, and do stuff or do the semester abroad thing, yeah. like in Turkey and all. Like, oh, nice. Uh, yeah. And so I was really looking forward to that. And I, I, uh, a lot of the classes like transferred or the, mm. the person that taught at the community college also taught at Western. So okay. some of my classes were at Western. Oh, okay. So I have, I have like two Western credits. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Oh, you got things going on. But, uh, that was, that was fun, and I like there was I'm first semester, was pretty good. Went to class every day, had a really good time. You know, I I, I lived in uh, I got an apartment complex. There was I had three other roommates, and we just got blind blindly thrown in together. Okay. So I mean that was that was interesting just on its own because I you know it was me and then a, a Jewish kid. An athe- like a devout atheist and a Muslim, <laughs> all living in a house together. Oh wow! It was it was wild. Uh, how'd that work out? Surprisingly, pretty well. We all got along. Yeah, for the most part. Did you guys hang out, or it was just kind of yeah. Old? I mean, well, that was kind of like I mean, like a small friend group. So yeah, it was it was nice. I mean, I don't I don't were necessarily they, talk to them. Were they very going to often. Western? Huh? Were they going to Western? Yeah, they all went to Western. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, it was walking distance from Western's campus from the yeah. apartment complex. Right was, there. So. I don't know. It was crazy. It was was crazy. Is that when I first uh, like I showed up moving day to the apartment complex, and I go to open the door, and the carpets ripped up. The appliances are kind of like it's like in the middle of construction. So we go to the uh, like the front office and like like this is what you told us. This is the day we're moving in, and like there's like the steps are torn apart. I can't even go up to my room. And they're like, oh, okay, well, we'll throw you here. So I had had, I had made con, like I had been given numbers and had been talking to people that were supposed to be my roommates. 
And then I never ended up meeting those people because I got like, <laughs> th- like the same day we're like, oh, this guy the, or this place has an opening, and so the, like, they just threw you in there. Yeah, no way. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So that was I don't know. Those those some pretty cool people, although it was still fairly secluded because, like I said, because I didn't really go to Western, so like they all did, so they all got to meet people, and, and all I got to do was sit at lunch with people I went to high school with. Yeah. Try to avoid them like I didn't know they were yeah, there. Yeah. Oh, that's awkward. Yeah. And then, uh, why did you leave? You said school wasn't going so great. Well, when I got to the second semester, I just kind of like, I was kind of done with it because I'd only been able to take one history class. I only had been able to take one class of the but reason I was there in the first place. In, yeah, yeah. So I just, I lost interest and I had, uh, I uh, it figured out. Uh, how much smoking cigarette? Or how much fun smoking cigarettes was? Oh my God. So I would just I would sit in my room with the fan, uh, the window open in the middle of winter, with the fan on, just blowing cigarette smoke out the window. Was that my apartment complex gave us free HBO? Okay. Yeah. So I just watched Game of Thrones and Entourage and smoked cigarettes <laughs> in my room. I'm making Allison mm. watch The Wire. Mm. Did you ever watch The Wire? I haven't, but I heard it was very good. Yeah. What? Uh, um, what? What's so appealing about cigarettes? I don't know. I hated him as a kid. My grandpa smoked. Like, I remember multiple times, like, being in a car with him, and he didn't roll the windows down. So yeah. I'm just like in the back, like holding my breath. Oh wow! Okay. Because cigarettes give you cancer. So yeah. I was in the back, like, I'm not getting cancer. <laughs> and then, you know, one night at a party, two cigar or two Bud Lights in, and then, hey, try one of these, and I did, and I loved it. Really? Oh, yeah. And you were hooked from there. Next day, bought me a pack, and then here we are. What was your first pack? Camel Crush Menthols. Oh, I feel like that's a, that's definitely a gateway drug. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, those are... I had this, there, I, I had this big beer mug mm-hmm. that I was using as an ashtray, and I just... By the time we were done with my second semester, it was just overflowing. Oh, man. There were so many cigarette butts. Oh, that was okay. disgusting. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just watch HBO, smoke uh-huh. cigs, and just hung out. Oh, yeah. And then you're like, I'm done with this. Well, one of the classes I took my second semester it was one of the only classes I went to because it was the only class that I took that required me to be in class every day. Mm. It wasn't really a class. I was shadowing a... Uh, 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 there was a, a, a like a local, I, I would guess they're a private school. It was, a, it was called, oh, I can't think of the name right now. Because you're going to be a teacher. So you need- yeah. So like they had an opportunity. I, I, I have a feeling that like I, I technically wasn't supposed to be there because it seemed like something you would do. Because I, I, I assumed in college they would teach you how to be a teacher right. at some point. Right. But they just had this class open, and they told me I could take it. So, so you just took it. So it was basically just, I would go and I would go to this this specific teacher at this middle school, and I would just sit in the back and, and kind of watch and help out, and I would I shadowed the class. Yeah, that's what they called it. That makes sense. Yeah, and I there was it was near the end of the semester, and there was there was one class that uh, there were eighth graders. Uh, yeah, eighth graders, and uh, teacher was helping. Another, they were working on some project, and a te- the teacher was helping uh, somebody in the inside of the classroom. And seeing this kid, and he raises his hand, and he looks pretty distraught. And like, well, this is my chance. I can, you know, maybe I can help this kid, or you know, this would be a good experience. So I go up and I go to like lean down. And I put my hand on the table, and, and or I go to, hey, you know, what can I help you with? What's going on? And 
before I can even finish a sentence, he grabs a hold of my hand and then just bites down. Oh. Yeah, he just, he clasped on it like a, a hammerhead shark. <laughs> just, and I, what? Was he like not all there? Or? I think he was just an angry kid. He just decided to bite you. Yeah. You know, okay. I don't know. He just, and he wouldn't let go. And I just was shaking and I didn't know what to do. And it took everything I got to fight, uh, wanting to punch this kid in the face because I didn't know what to do. Like, yeah. And, and, you know, eventually he finally let go and I had a big, like, I had teeth marks. Like, he broke the skin. Oh, wow. On the inside of my hand for the longest time. And it just, from that experience, I thought, well, I really don't like children. So this is... So why do this? Yeah, this isn't going to help me. Well, my main reason for wanting to be a teacher in the first place is because I wanted to do something in history. I just wanted to be involved in history in some way. Mm-hmm. Or just something in that field, and that just seemed the most logical, e- like easiest step. Like I spend the rest of my life teaching history, just being involved with it. And I realized, like I'm not, I'm just not good with children, <laughs> especially preteens. Yeah. So and then at that point, you're like, so yeah. And then I, I like I finished off the semester. I just stopped going to. Any of the classes, I didn't take any of the finals. Nothing. I just oh, really, yeah, you just done. Yeah, and then I just I left and went home and got a job at a, a plastic injection mold place. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Just night shift again or no? No, <laughs> I'll never do that again. Yeah, that was a nightmare. Yeah, you learned from that. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So you went for at least you didn't go for a long time and then dip. I mean, mm-hmm. a year is not that bad. I don't know. I thought about. Going back and, and trying to do something again, but like I said, I don't I don't know what I would do. I would want to do something in history, and other than being a teacher, I don't know what. Or like, yeah. and I, you probably don't need to go to college for that. Like yeah, everything you want to learn history wise, well, you can just learn on your own. Well, it's the same. I've I learned most of the things I've learned. I have been like I go to a li- like the local library or you know like the bookstore in town. Yeah, I'll go there every once in a while. Got good stuff. Pick out a book in the history section, sit down and read it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and just like learn from that or listen to podcasts. I love yeah, oh yeah. Dan Carlin. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dan Carlin. It's, yeah. it's so good. I, I just uh, downloaded the uh, Clash of the uh, Cons. Oh, that's a good one. So I haven't started it yet. Yeah. But. It's like 12 hours of your life right mm-hmm. there. You just learn about. Well, I don't like I listen to stuff all day at work. So it's, yeah. it's perfect. So. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah. Um, so you worked at Plastic Injection. Mm-hmm. When did you get to the butcher? Shop. Was that after that? Mm. Well, I I got a few other jobs. Like I worked at a couple different um, RV places. Okay. Like I worked at Winnebago and a Forest oh, River yeah. plant. Okay. And did you saw that, someone die at Winnebago? Yeah, I did. I, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. For, I, I forgot about that. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't well, bring that back up. And I have to say, it's not, I didn't see him die, but I. I okay. You were around it. Yeah. So you I, were I, in the. Let's see. So that's where I got my like. Well, that's where I was taught to drive a forklift. Right. So I was, Hence I worked, name. I worked in the very back of the building and, and I was, it was first thing in the morning, it was like 5 a.m. You know, they, they just started and uh, I'm in the back of the building and, and I hear a bunch of commotion over the radio and, and I, I'm like, kind of want to see what this is about because everybody's right. like screaming and just frantic and I come around the building and, and, and you know, my, it's pitch blackout because it's 5 a.m. And, and my lights are on and I, I'm like, as I'm turning, it kind of scans, and then all of a sudden I see red on the ground. And I, and I kind of look a little further, and I see somebody kind of laying on their side. Oh. And it, it took me a second to realize that that blood came from that guy. Yeah. And 
And that was, so I just kind of like, I went, I just turned around, went back and went around the other side of the building. And, and like, I remember they gathered everybody, kind of explained a little bit of what happened. And then gave you the details. Yeah. So the, so I know the guy who hit the person and that, that was a pretty wild experience, especially for him. Cause he had just, he was, he was only at the job for like three weeks. So he's brand new to it, and the, apparently the guy just, you know, because it's pitch black, he went out into like the middle, uh, like we had uh, like big like trash hoppers in between the buildings. He went out there to smoke a cigarette, you know, kind of away from everybody, and then I guess he was finished, flicked a cigarette, stepped out, and got hit. Oh no! So it was oh. just it was a big, the the kid who hit him didn't even know. He was hit. Yeah, like he was just because forklifts don't have suspension, right? So if you like, if you hit something like running over, you can feel running over the slider, yeah. but you don't think about it because especially when you're outside, it's just you know, bumpy. It's just you know like old pavement and like sticks and pieces of like uh, uh, pallets everywhere and rocks and stuff. So you don't think about it. Well, he did, he just he caught. The glimpse of the guy in his re- his mirror, like he just no. saw him on the ground. Wow. So at first he didn't think, "Oh, I hit that guy." He just he had felt a bump, like a little bump. Didn't think anything of it. Through like a light coming from the building, he caught that dude on the ground, and he 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 was a uh, a firefighter. Okay, times so he was a first responder. So you know he tried to like you know revive the guy. So he went back and just, wow. Yeah. Did, don't they have like lights or whatnot? Didn't he not see it or? Well, see that's the thing. The, the, there was the, like there there was lights on the buildings, but they were years out of service. Wow. So, don't, like, don't the forklifts have lights or no? Yeah, they do. But I mean, you got to think. You, when you're on a forklift, especially there is your your sight. Like your um, field of vision is pretty much cut in half. Yeah. So you, I mean, like right in front of you are two giant, you know, like pillars that you can't see through. So you, yeah. you have, you're looking at a space that's, that's like, this big. Right. You know? Right. So like, and let's see. So if like, if I'm, if I'm looking at like, if these are the pillars yeah. and I see this, yeah. the guy was right here. And so it was completely out of his field of vision. I'm talking about the, the guy who flicked the cigarette. Like, why didn't he just... I'm, I don't know. You you don't know. Well, I it's mean, like, but if there's headlights coming towards you, it's pitch black. You you think not to step in front of it. Yeah. Well, you know, the place I work now, I I have uh, <laughs> like it's been a couple of close calls because people don't pay attention. Yeah. Well, they just assume that the forklift driver has all the liability, so it's their responsibility to see you, which is yeah not how it works. Yeah. That's a little sketchy too. Yeah. 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 Oh man, what a rough time. Yeah. That was that was pretty nuts. Uh, I remember he, uh, it was cold outside. It was the middle of winter. He was wearing Carhartt bibs. And the company, after everything, you know, like the police got involved and they did an investigation and found out it was an accident and all stuff. And the clothes he was wearing, it was, it was covered in blood because he was, like, he was trying to give, he was giving the guy, uh, what do you call it? Yeah, CPR. CPR and, and all that. And so that, like, his, his bibs, especially, were just co- coated in blood and stuff oh, like that. Geez. Well, they, they, they took all that stuff from, uh, and then they washed it. The police department washed it and gave it back to him. And the company that we worked for gave him new ones. Uh, gave him all new stuff. Yeah. And, and so I have those bibs. Oh yeah, man, those are my winter bibs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, that's awkward. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's super awkward. He just said, "Here, have them." 
Yeah. 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 I wouldn't want them either. But uh, it's just, you know, long story short, I worked there for a little bit and then I got a different job. It was more money. Mm-hmm. Just chasing money at the time. And I got a job at Forest River. And then uh, my mutual friend, Matt, yep. you know, he wanted, he was wanting to, uh, he was getting around to make a movie. Yeah. And uh, he, he needed somebody to be a driver. Like I just, he needed somebody to like drive the equipment around, you know, pull the trailer. You guys have been friends for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I've known him for quite a bit. We met at a, uh, a youth group when I was yep. really, really young and he needed somebody and he offered me the right amount of money. And well, yeah. Yeah. Why not? So That's I quit so the job. And, and than, it's probably so much easier than. Yeah. Force River. Yeah. And that was, <sighs> it wasn't a bad experience, but it wasn't a good experience. Yeah. It's just. It was very, it was surprisingly demanding. Really? Oh, I, I didn't get any, I didn't get any sleep for a month. Really? So you were oh, yeah. just going around? Yeah, I, from, from like, we'd get up at like 3 a.m. There was a couple, like, night shoots. They don't plan them, I don't know if they're supposed to, or it was just something that happened, but it wasn't like, this is, this first two weeks we're going to do all the night shoots and then the rest we'll do during the day. It was sporadic. <laughs> so there'd so be you'd be doing it all day and then all night. See, so there'd be one day where I was able to get six hours of sleep, and then the next three days I got maybe twenty minutes. Oh wow! Because I was just after everybody went home and it was done, stuff needed to be picked up. Like we had this car, we had this car that kept breaking down. He had bought for like like three hundred bucks. Right. We were just using the thing, and it kept dying. So we were just using it for shots. Well, we pulled it all around the place. Oh, I had to, I, so there was times where I tow in this car. So I would have to go, I would have to drive from Constantine three rivers, pick up a trailer, then drive to Kalamazoo, pick up the car where we had filmed, bring it back, pull it off the trailer, park it, go bring the trailer back and then go home and then go to sleep. And then like 20 minutes later, everybody's getting up. Um, Not to mention, I, I was living in Goshen at the time, mm-hmm. but we were filming in Constantine. Oh, geez. So, like, I, I there wouldn't I wouldn't have been able. To, it would be pointless for me to go home. So I would sleep in, in in the house where we did a lot of the filming. I would sleep on the set in like a love seat, and I just I destroyed my back. <laughs> oh, just sleep. Oh, it was bad. Seat. Yeah, that sounds painful. Yeah, because that's not a good place to sleep. And it's not no, stable I mean, well, let's see, at the same time, Matt was sleeping uh, like on a yoga pad on the floor next to No him. way. Yeah, so we were, we, you know. Wait, is that the, was that Moon Dance? Moon Dance, yeah. yeah. That's a really cool film. You know, that, there was a lot of stuff about that that, that was really rough, but at the same time, it was such a new, exciting experience to, yeah. get in, to be involved in a lot of that. and can do that. And yeah. people can buy Moon Dance or watch it on Amazon. And like like you said, I'm a bit of a movie buff, so it was it was really exciting to be to to, to see the other side of those yeah, things. The, and the inside, yeah, like, the how we make it, you know, like the guts of everything was really. So what was that? 2019 or 2018? Oh, that would have been. Because he released it in 2020. Yeah, but that was that was like years after he. Fought. It would have been 2016, maybe 2017. Really? Okay. I don't know. I, my, you know, don't quote me on that because yeah. I'm not 100 no. sure. I just, I remember after that, I came to the realization as we were finished filming, this job only lasted a month, and I don't plan on finding more jobs doing what I was doing because I just it know, was too much. I spent a, pretty much a, a month being the angriest I've ever been. <laughs> well, just because, like I said, yeah, it was really demanding, and like I wanted you want to do the things to help out because because. 
you're not just part of a movie. I'm part of my friend's movie. Right. So I want to do I want to do the, the as much as I can yeah. to help him. And it was just oh, that put a strain on our relationship. Oh, for a while. Sure. there was there was uh, there was a couple times during filming that I was just like, if you come anywhere near me, I'm gonna hurt you. <laughs> Oh, that was Beat rough. Through it. I remember I saw your sister on the street when we, we filmed at uh, Kevin's uh, Chouse. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, I looked at her and I said, you, play, you gotta pray for me because I, I don't know how much longer That's I can what take she this. She was living over. Yeah, she was living across it, the street. That was probably 17. Mm-hmm. Probably was 17. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's living across the street. Oh, uh-huh. That was crazy. And that, that was. But being a part of that, I, I wouldn't. I don't regret being a part of that. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I liked. I loved the the experience, and I'm glad that I got to experience it. Yeah. But when 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 that got over, I really didn't know what I wanted to do because I didn't. I didn't want to be back in the RV business. Right. One because, you know, the re, like getting those jobs to begin with was felt like kind of a fluke because it's so fast. Yeah. And I was just I was a teenager who didn't care a lot about a lot. Especially like fast-paced work, yeah, and demanding. Yeah, so I did the worst thing possible, and then went to my dad and said, "Hey, can I get a job at the butcher shop?" Because mm. I had worked there on and off since I was nine, but it was like I'd work on the weekends or like on right. a holiday, sell something, or yeah, yeah. But it wasn't like you know, I would I would come in and help occasionally. Like I didn't, I wasn't like a full-time employee. Yeah. So you know, I used to, and I got to, you know, I had started working there. I worked there for about. About two years, and there was there was a lot of things that happened in that time that are like that. The last six months I worked there is when I was I had uh, I had been staying at my my grandparents' house this whole time because like that's where my dad lived and he he had gotten a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Things had gotten serious and decided, well, I'm gonna move in with her. It was a small house and didn't really have room for me. And I was 19, 20 at the time. So I didn't really know what to do, but I didn't have any, I didn't have any credit. Didn't have anything I would do. So I just, screw it. I'm going to live in my car. Right. So I would, I had a key to the butcher shop because I was, I was the, I was the cleaning person. So I'd go in on the weekends, clean the floors, bathrooms and stuff. And so So they kicked you out of the house. Yeah. Kind of. Well, they said. I mean, we don't have to go into. They, they, were, they just said you have to go, go find your own. Place. They, they, they told me, and in uh, uh, a way that may not have been the nicest, that I am no longer a resident of this home. Mm, yeah. So, I would, I, remember, I thought I was so sly because I would, I would, you know, I come in to uh, or like I would sleep in my car and and like I'd be behind the plant like or. I call the butcher shop the plant. It's just yeah. easier that way. Yeah. I was behind. I would park behind them, and then I would just like after work, I would go get food or something. I'd just go to like McDonald's or something, and, right. and hang out till after. Uh, we had a lady that came in and cleaned okay. like all the, like the the nasty bits. I'll say. Yeah, the equipment. And she would leave at about ten o'clock, so I would just find something to do till about ten. And when she was done, I'd head back to the shop, you know, and just park in the back and sleep or whatever. And then in the morning, I'd get up really, really early, go to the plant because uh, I don't know if it was a requirement or why, but uh, they had built showers in the plant. Oh, really? Okay. So I would sneak in, get cleaned up, you know, and then I would move my car to like my normal parking spot and then just wait for everybody to get in like I was the first person there. (laughs) After a while, when 
because it was like it was in the middle of like winter, like when, you know, when you first spring, started. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, when you're in your car, it wasn't so bad in your car. I, you know, I would just get a bunch of like, I got a bunch of like comforters and I slept in, in the car and it was fine. Yeah. But when it started to get warm, it, I, it was unbearable. Yeah. So I would, I had the same routine, but instead I would, I went to Walmart and bought a cot. And then I would just sneak in there and I would set it up in one of the hallways <laughs> in the front of the, the building and, you know, I, you know, sleep and I, when I get up or take a shower, pack everything back into the trunk of my car and then, you know, go to my parking yeah, yeah. space and wait. I, I did that for about maybe six months, around six months, maybe five. And then, uh, my friend Matt, you know, he... Uh, him and his mom, they let me stay at their house for a while, and that was that was interesting. <laughs> this was the first time I'd lived with somebody. Like, well, even when I li- when I was in college, I had my own room. I had, right. Like, right. And they every you know You're college kids, they all kept to themselves. Yeah. And then you know, I I went from that to being like. Somebody knocking my door, says, "Hey, dinner's ready," and they like, wanting to talk to me, and and then, like yeah. it was just. I don't know. It was a very. It wasn't as much your space anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was their yeah. space, which yeah. it's nice that yeah. they let you stay there. Yeah, yeah. And and, and so, I had. Uh, oh, I? I don't know. I worked at. You lived. You lived with Matt's Matt for a little bit. Did you guys then move to Goshen? It was yeah. So so. Anyway. Yeah. So I was working at the the butcher shop. At the same time, I was living in the shop, and then I quit, and uh, I didn't really know what I was going to do, and I, hmm, trying to think, I think I got something mixed up, I'm missing one, one job, and I don't remember who it was, but for whatever reason, I had gotten a job in between, I, I think, I worked at a powder coating place for a little while. Oh, okay. Stuff like that. Yeah. I just, I had gotten, I would, I went to a placement agency and would just get these like horrible jobs that yeah. didn't away last. I got fired a few times. Away just, from the butcher shop. Yeah. Anything get away. And I had, for whatever reason, I went back. Because I just, I had gotten a, 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 a new apartment shortly after with a, with another friend and I don't know I I stayed working at the butcher shop for a while about 4 years and it was it was rough yeah it was just you know, the kind, like working working with family yeah, spending time with family just it was just there was no disconnect yeah you know, there was no, too much it was just it was just so much and I couldn't yeah. I just couldn't take it and I was losing it you yeah. said it was like a QAnon Hubs oh my goodness! Like they were all. There's, oh no! I did all, all of the crazy things that you come across on on uh, Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, I heard it all as the truth, as one hundred percent the truth. Yeah, you, know. you can't you can't argue in their family. Mm. You just are, yeah, that's sounds a little toxic. Yeah, I don't know. It was hurting me. Probably wasn't the best employee either. Yeah, I was. But you were also family. Yeah, <laughs> but you probably weren't the worst. You told me about some employees that would just do meth and then come to work. Oh yeah, that was fun. Because yeah. there's there was just the the lot. There's a lot of jobs in that area. But just just the people. It's in an area where people don't want jobs. Right. So you have to like 
weed through a lot of nonsense and it was just it's just like a never ending cycle, cycle of, of just roughness yeah yeah. But, uh, yeah and then you uh you left that though that was like a couple like two years ago you left that about two yeah yeah and you've been have you been at this company for yep. two years yeah, been, yep. yeah and uh, doing pretty well I think and you've lived in Goshen for when you lived in Goshen for the movie when was that like where were you living at in Goshen? Well, so that would, I mean, I I have lived in the same spot the entire time. Oh really? Well, say because okay. I lived there for the longest time because me and Matt were in a, in a one bedroom apartment, which yeah. is yeah, which was okay it because worked. I didn't have anything. Like I moved a bunch because I didn't you know I didn't know if I was gonna have a place to stay after a while. And it was right. just like the the kid I had lived with for a little while. He was getting married and, and moved out. And, yeah. Like couldn't afford the place on my own. I was I live I was living on a lake. Oh wow! Yeah. So it was nice, but yeah, yeah, not one person. Yeah, so you know, I moved out, and Matt was like, "Hey, you know, we got this this know. spot here. Split rent with me, yeah. it'll be solid." So most of like most of the things in the apartment at any given time were Matt's things. Mm. I had like a. I remember I had we found my the, the bed I used for the longest time at a garage sale. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like still wrapped in the plastic. Oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I well, I know you slept on a couch for a while too. What it was easy after a while, you get very uh, uh, annoyed at being in such a small space with another person. Yeah, you know, and I'm sure he felt the same way. So it was. So he had the bedroom. You just yeah, I would just sleep on. The, I just slowly destroyed the couch. <laughs> just, I would sink into it and the fabric was spreading apart. Oh, was, wow. Yeah. yeah. Talk about couch potato. <laughs> I'd wake up and I'd be like stuck inside the couch in between the springs. Yeah. Yeah. But then you, he moved out and went to other because he went to New Orleans. Well, see, he, Michigan uh, City. Well, before that, he, he moved out originally because when like all the COVID stuff happened. Yeah. Uh, I, th- he, I think he had lost his job. Yep. And just to say, well, he went back and moved back right with his mom. So I was there by myself, but I was still working at the butcher shop and I was making just enough money to stay there. And so I was, I don't know, I was, I was lucky enough to afford, you know, that, that, or to keep that place. That was, that was really nice. Yeah. And now, you, now it's easy because you're, yeah. you're out, you can make a mm-hmm. little more. It, and it's probably really nice to have your own spot. Mm-hmm. It's hard to go from like, it's hard to go living with someone to your own spot to back to living with someone. I mean, mm-hmm. you can do it, but yeah. Well, there was uh, when all the COVID stuff happened. Uh, it was like I remember the day Indiana started their like lockdowns and everything. Or, I don't know if you call them lockdowns, but yeah. they started shutting down all the businesses. My, I had, my car had just completely, you know, took a dump on me. It just stopped working, mm. and I was working at the butcher shop. So my dad was just just come stay with me. I got you know we had a room in my basement. I thought, oh, okay. But then I remembered, now, I have no uh, disconnect at all. Like, I just, I go, I you know, I rode into work with him. I worked right next to him all day, and then I went home, I rode back home with him, and then spent the the entire night listening. Watching Fox News with him. Watching Fox News and talking about stuff. (laughs) Yeah. That was. Yeah. That's a little rough. Mm. Yeah. And then it's nice to have your own space now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, That's crazy, man. What a wild ride. Yeah. It just keeps going. That's the other thing. It just yeah. keeps going. Mm-hmm. Um, 
All right, let's let's wrap it up. But I want to wrap it up with one, unless you want to keep talking. I have one thing That's what I, was gonna I say. wanted to tell you about. One story I want to hear about. Yeah, is about this lady. Okay, is this so. the story you're about to tell me? Okay, All right, let's wrap it with this. So, have you you've read the Odyssey, correct? Yes. Right, Homer's Odyssey. Yeah. So you know how Odysseus went. Uh, he went through an. How how do I word that? He he had an Odyssey. Okay. Earlier yesterday, I went over an odyssey. Okay. All right. So Goshen started. I don't know if you noticed. I want to say, is that uh, Lincoln, the, the the old Lincoln Highway? Uh, What's the ac- number? Across from Ventura. Like oh, yeah, street. yeah, yeah. Fourth. fourth. Yeah, fourth. Yeah. Okay. They they put, uh, a, or they moved the road over a little bit, or yeah. they changed the lines, and they built like a, a oh, bike lanes. Yeah. Like separated bike lanes. Yeah, they did. That's well, really annoying. I think it's pretty, pretty nice because sometimes like if like, cause I ride my bike just about every day and sometimes I don't want to go on big, long trips. So I'll just ride around town. So it's nice to just, I just make a couple of circles. Well, yesterday I'm going down that road and because like that street has street, it's street parking and you know, there's like a line of houses on one side. Yep. Then they moved all the, like, so the bike lane, it has the bike lane in between, in, in between the houses and the new parking spots. Yeah. So let me visualize it for people. You have the houses, you have the sidewalk, you have the bike lane, which is like two bikes, a lot, like two people or three people could ride pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Then you have parking spots and then the road. Mm-hmm. That's how it's, that's yeah. how it is. Well, so you're biking. Yeah. And I'm like, it's a nice little, it's a fun stretch because you don't really have to like watch out for anything. You can just yeah. kind of like cruise. You cruise. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> just completely oblivious. Just, and then I'm getting close to a part where there's like a cluster of houses and I see a car start to pull into a parking space. So I'm not, I'm not thinking anything of it. And then as I'm getting closer and closer, I'm still just, it looks like they're like parallel parking, not thinking anything of it. And the next thing I know, this Odyssey like pulls into the bike lane in front of me. Oh wow! It goes over. They have those like uh, like those plastic rods to yeah. like separate it, so you know cars are not allowed there. Yeah, and the big signs just say bike lane. Right. And I went, like I, I stopped really hard, and I started to roll you know bike over, and I basically went like. Did a shoulder roll over the top of the car. No way. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, oh, I was wow. like, the tire hit the front of her car. Okay. Because right? like, so if this is me driving, if I'm going straight, she was like this. Okay. So I I I, I went you over it and, and I did roll. one of these and I landed on the ground on the other side of the car. Yep. And what I was expecting was, oh, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? But right. what I got was, I can't believe you just hit my car with your bike and just started cursing at me. Oh wow. So I had uh, I had a fun. I'm gonna keep my composure moment, and I just I just I let her scream at me, let her scream at me, and I got my stuff. Thankfully, I was wearing. I had just gotten off of work, and I had I had rode my bike to the gas station on your street. Yeah, and I got something to drink, and I think a banana or something. So I, I yeah. was wearing my work clothes. So I was wearing like a sweatshirt and jeans. So, so it, like you didn't get scratched. Yeah, up. So I didn't scratch my knees up oh, again. Word. Did, did she, and she just yelled at you? Yeah, it was my in her eyes. It was my fault for hitting her. You, car? And like, and I just remember, like, I didn't say anything. I couldn't. I I couldn't get any of the words out, and I just kept pointing at the sign. We were right next to a sign that said bike lane. Yeah, and I kept I pointed at the bike lane, and then I pointed at her car, 
who was like, she had ran over one of the poles. Oh my word. So I'm just, I'm going, I'm like doing this and I'm looking over here and I'm looking over here, just trying not to have a, uh, a domestic dispute or dispute oh moment. Oh my word. Yeah. I would have, uh, stabbed the witch. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I would have pulled out the syringes and yeah. So she just yelled at you and then what? I, I just, I just put my headphones back in. I like, I found one underneath her car. And I put him back in, and then I just got back on my bike, and I just drove away. Oh my word! You're a better man than me. I would have uh, started kicking her car. Oh no, no, no. it's not over because now I know her. I like I saw her license plate in her car, so if I see her again, there will be hell to pay. Yeah. <laughs> well, these are just. <laughs> uh, but from now on, I'm carrying uh, little bags of sand in my pockets. Okay. Just in case. You know, somebody gives me any problems, just <laughs> pocket sand. Right in their face. Uh-huh. That is wild. You've had another encounter. I remember you telling me about this, where some some dude said, did something, you followed him to his house. Oh. What was that? In your truck. He had a truck or something? Oh, yeah. No, okay. Yeah, so, so that story. Yeah, I was, I was heading towards uh, a place in Elkhart for breakfast with yeah. some friends. Nice. It was a two-lane road. And I was in one lane, and as I'm driving, just kind of, you know, scanning the area, you know, just kind of looking like you would when you're driving. And I need, I noticed a guy on a motorcycle pulling out of his driveway. And so he was, like, coming up to me eventually. Well, I was, I needed to get into a turn lane. So I'm, I'm I had my turn signal on. I looked back, uh, and, like, I, I see him driving kind of up, but, like, He's far enough back. Yeah, so so I didn't think anything of it. Well, he had, I don't know if he didn't see the light or the six cars that were at a complete stop in front of me, but like I was turning into the other lane and all of a sudden he just shoots up on like up next to my like drive, like the my door and just starts screaming at me like I had cut him off. And he was like, he was on my bumper at one point. Mm. So like he, it's like, this was after you turned into, yeah. So like, as I was turning, like he was coming up and so he was here. So I was turning and apparently I think he thought I wasn't going to turn. So he was going to come around me. So I turned while he was trying to turn. And apparently that was my fault. Oh, wow. Okay. But he just started screaming at me and, and hollering, and I couldn't understand him. My window was up and my radio was on. Turn the radio off to go to roll the window down because I, no, I had no clue what was going on at that point. And the next thing I know, he just pushed his fist through my rearview mirror. Oh, really? And then, and then you could see the look of, oh, I just made a mistake on his face. Like, you see that look on his face. And then he just, he cuts through, like, the cars in front of me and kind of comes around and then gets to the, like, the road. Like the the cross section, and uh, what I don't think he realized is that I know where he lives because I saw him leave his house. Oh my word! So every once in a while, I drive by that house. I mean, it's a common street. I I mean, I I take that road to work every morning. So as soon as I see that motorcycle, I think me and him are gonna have a chat. <laughs> oh, that's crazy! <laughs> that reminded me of one other story I want you to tell. And then, then we can wrap it up. Okay. But you went to a gas station and almost got robbed. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Tell, tell us about that one. Oh, too. Yeah. I'm getting all that. I remember all the good stories. <laughs> here, well, I, I, I pulled up to a gas station on the way home from work. It was when I was still working at the butcher shop. So it was a Saturday. I remember that. And they had a subway. And I just, okay. I wasn't feeling fast food. So I'm like, oh, I'll just get subway at this gas station. It's not fast food. It's fresh. Yeah. Sure. Sure. 
And, you know, so I've just, I was just sitting in my car in the parking lot, opening my sandwich, getting ready to chow down. And then there's a, like this real, you know, clunker of a car pulls up on the far side. Instead of pulling up like right next to you, next to me, so it pulls up on the far side and, and like motions to have me roll my window down. And I said, you know, what's going on? I said, you know, hello. And I get this whole spiel about like, uh, I, you know, I, my car ran out of gas which is interesting because they were in a car. Yeah. <laughs> my car ran, I guess, on the highway, blah, blah, blah. You know, I, I, you know, I could use some cash if you have any, you know, anything like that. I said, well, yeah. You know what? Sure. I, so I had a 20 on me, so I'm like, yeah, I'll give you some gas. I didn't think anything of it. Well, it was just, for some reason, I had this feeling, like as I like opened the door and it's just something fell off. Yeah. And uh, thanks to my dad, I carry at least six baseball bats in my car at all times. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I grabbed one up from under the seat and I just, because it was just, I don't know, I just, bad vibes. Yeah. That's the only way I could describe yeah. it. And I'm kind of like walking around the car and I have the 21 hand and a bat in the other. And as I'm coming around and like kind of crouched down by my, uh, like the hitch of my truck, there's this kid, just a scrawny, you know, beat up looking kid, maybe 16, 17. Like, I don't know if he was planning on jumping me or, or, or what it was just, but you could, I, I'm not sure what was going on. I just, I come around the corner. Like I just, for some reason, something made me like peek and I seen him. And then, so I just, I took that bat and I just kind of, I, I, pushed it out in front of me so like he's seen the bat before he's seen me mm-hmm. and he just the absolute look of terror on this kid's oh, face oh wow and so and you you walked around behind yeah so yeah so yeah instead of walking around the front of the car i walked around behind the car mm-hmm. I, so my assumption is that uh if i were to have walked around the front of the car you would have come because i didn't lock my door so i imagine he was either gonna he was gonna find some way to get into the car and because I, I didn't i didn't shut my car off either Oh, so it was. So I was thinking maybe he was going to try to like, as I was coming around, hurry up, hop in the car and take off. Yeah, you know, which is. So when you saw him, he saw you. Absolute terror. What happened then? Well, it looked like he uh, essentially about peed himself, and then he just took off and and hopped into like through the window of the car that was next to me. Okay. And then they just they they went and they peeled off because. <laughs> I I just I I sat I went and sat back in my car and I just finished my sandwich and I just for probably like an hour I just sat there and like had to like to uh, figure out what yeah, just went yeah. down I just I had to uh, to analyze everything that just happened to me because I was I I might have almost beat just the ever living <laughs> shit out of this kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, Elkhart, man. Yeah, yeah, Elkhart. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, there's some weird stuff that goes down there. Wow, yeah. that's wild. Yeah, that kind of that kind of stuff seems to happen to me a lot. Yeah, it's. Uh, it, I think it happens to everyone. Not yeah. maybe you. It does, but it's just. Um, we've been in situations where it's like. Well, know. see, and this thing is I, not not situa- not all the situations. I, I, I get in situations like that, but it's always like I'm somehow magically always prepared. Yeah, yeah. 
That's, oh, it's weird with the the lady that you rolled over her Odyssey today, mm-hmm. um, or the other day. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, but I've been in situations where I was wronged, and the person just attacks me, even though, and mm-hmm. that's not a fun situation. Like it hurts. Mm-hmm. That's not a fun situation because you're like, mm-hmm. yo, I'm the one that you, like, you hurt me. Mm-hmm. And in every situation, you're the one that's in the wrong here, but What's, you're going to attack me. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's just a product of the times. Yeah. But I'm a pretty calm person. Like, I, I, I don't jump to anger, yeah. at least that kind of anger. Right away. Right, right away. You know, I, I'm, I'm an analyzer. I, like, I want to know what in the world is happening right now yeah. before I, like, just make, a make a decision. Yeah. And so I, I, well, like I, as I was thinking, she's screaming at me, and it's just like, I, d- I don't understand what's happening. I don't understand why you're so mad right now, and right. I don't know how to fix this. Right? Because it's my first thought is that like, what did I do that was wrong? But I didn't. There, I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. I was literally just. I was biking. Yeah, in the bike lane, and you pulled your Aussie uh-huh. right from me. Oh. And I just, I, I, I keep coming into interactions like that where the, mm. this, the, the, the other person in, you know, if you want to call it an altercation, is always like a hundred times higher. You know, yeah, just yeah. they're they're. The levels are just skyrocketing, yeah. and I'm just cool as a cucumber. That's good for you. Like yeah. you're you're able to handle that situation where mm-hmm. other people may not be able to handle it. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, that the the people that live on that block aren't the. It's rough sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen the SWAT there because a guy went in and held a lady hostage. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I watched it from my uh, window. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's it's not it's not a great place. Like that area is not a great place. I, was just, I don't know. I'm thinking it's between Seventh Street, yeah, around Seventh. See, Street. I I don't want to drag this on uh, longer than it needs to be, but I noticed since living in Goshen, it's been about four years now since mm-hmm. I've lived in Goshen. The, like. The, the difference between it's it's not even like it's not like some one street is kind of like a like a, a, a dingier place and then the other street's nicer. It's the sides of the streets. Like my, I live kind of like in a weird spot. It's almost like, it's like middle class and on the other side of the street, they're all like super wealthy and mm-hmm. like really nice, like old homes that have been rebuilt. They're restored and everything. And then on the, like, if you go down one more street, it's just like, you know, kind of like not condominiums, which were like, a, like, like the old houses that got turned into like crappy apartments. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like nicer, like middle class family homes, yep. and then back to just complete and utter poverty. Yeah, like it's just, it's just, yeah, it's it's, it's just, it's such a mix in all over the place. Yeah, there's not like the other side of the tracks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that there's, area. There's no like solid difference. I mean, you go at the same time. You could have like this, like uh, gentrified, very nice home next to one that's like it, and then. Right next to it on the other side is like a one bedroom house that looks like a ghost could live there. Like Lou Radley's hanging out looking out the window. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and no one's mowed their yard and there's mm. stuff everywhere in it. I know the house you're talking about. Mm-hmm. There's definitely ghosts in that house. And by the way, I love this town. It's an egg. Hey, Goshen's dope. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad. It's cool. And there's little surprises you don't know about. Yeah. And they just I have yet to. Have you heard? Okay. So there's a restaurant that opened up that's just called Eat. Yeah, I've been there. Where is it? Uh, <laughs> I can't find by, it. It's right by Venturi. So uh-huh. there's an alleyway. Yeah. And it's you walk down that alleyway over by Venturi. It's okay. in the back of it. 
Oh, on the other side of the street, no, connected no, no, no. to Venturi. Um, it, well, so you got four, uh-huh. and you have Venturi. Yeah. It's like right here. Okay. There's an alleyway, and oh, it's back okay. there. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty good. I heard it was good. Yeah. I just, I keep wanting to try it, and I cannot find it. They have it. weird, like, pop-up hours, mm. but it's not bad. <laughs> Let's see how long we've gone. I think we've, uh, yeah, almost an hour, mm. hour 35. So pretty solid. 95 minutes of pure content. Well, I hope we talked about fun stuff. I think we did. Where can they find you, uh, Brother and Phil? Or maybe you don't want to be found. Well, uh, Is there um, anything you want to plug? Well, I don't know about plug. I mean, I do have an Instagram. I don't know the name of it, though. Here, give me a second. Pop it up. Pop it up for the good yeah. people. Uh, uh, I'm on Instagram as PhilLorenz52. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't get it confused. Yeah. There is another Phil on there. It's my old account. I uh, dropped my phone in the lake and I lost all my passwords. <laughs> so I just make, remake everything. Mm-hmm. Classic. Mm-hmm. And I, I have a Twitter as well. Okay. I am uh, at El Diabito with two E's on Twitter. So El Diabito. Know. I tweet sometimes. The Bito is the two E's. Yes, the be- L only has mm-hmm. one. L and then B-E-E-T-O. Mm-hmm. Um, both solid places to find Phil. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, bro. Thanks for having me, bud. It was good to just sit and chat. Yeah. Got got to the real details. Mm. Um, if you have any dreams that you need interpreted, holler at my sister mm-hmm. and uh, go watch Moon Dance, which Phil cameos in. Yes. There's uh, if, a couple if, scenes. If you're into seeing shirtless chubby dudes, I am in one scene in particular. Low-key my favorite. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Is that the ice rink? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Moon Dance on Amazon. That's Matt's film. Mm-hmm. Pretty solid. It's not It's not bad. Not a bad time. Um, okay. Well, guys, we'll see you later. Yeah. Thanks, Phil. See ya. Peace.